Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hey everyone, welcome to Moms in Real Estate. I am Kristen Cantrell. And I'm Angela Fazio. Today's guest is from St. Louis, Missouri. Her name is Austin Cochran, and she is going to talk to us about the peaks and valleys of real estate, which I think we can all appreciate. Yes, absolutely. Austin, why don't you get us started? Tell us a little bit about you. Well, thank you. I just first want to say thank, thank you to you both for having me. Um, I really do appreciate um, you know, you reaching out and um, wanting to hear my story. So I do appreciate that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're excited. Yeah. So every, okay, so go ahead. Uh-huh. Give us background. Um, well, a little bit about me. I am a mother of two active boys, um, Jordan and Aspen. Those are my sons. And um, I've been in real estate about three years now. And it's something that I have I, I absolutely love and enjoy, and it's bringing me so much fulfillment. And I've, I'm just, I'm having a lot of fun, and I'm learning a lot. And I, I'm just grateful to be able to do something every day that that helps people, you know, build wealth and uh, create a life that they want for themselves. So I'm really grateful. So, what did you do before you got your real estate license? Before I got my real estate license, I was an executive assistant at the American Association of Orthodontists. So it's the organization that that the orthodontists join, and it's a membership-based organization. And I work for the international entity of that called the World Federation of Orthodontists, and I did that for eight years. And it was really, I was the executive assistant to orthodontist in their um, in their affiliation with the organization so um, I worked with the membership I worked with the doctors themselves and we traveled and did meetings and it was it was really fun I love that real estate's usually like a second or third career for people and just it's so everyone has such like a a different background and it's I'm always like fascinated by like well, why did you get your real estate license so what was like for you why were you like I'm gonna exit out of this career and enter into into real estate well actually it's kind of funny because I remember in high school my father he used to always say you know you should get your real estate license or you know real estate is something that I feel like often that would be good for you and I'm like okay dad whatever you know you know and so I didn't, I had no idea what that was. He would always say real estate, but I didn't, he never explained exactly what that was. And so, um, so fast forward, like 15 years later, um, I now have my license and how I got into it was my fiance and I, we purchased a home from a woman that was getting ready to lose it in the, um, in the annual tax sale. So, um, she hadn't paid the taxes on it. So they were getting ready to, um, sell it in the tax sale and so we kind of came in at the right time and, and purchased it from her directly from her so I didn't get a mortgage on it or anything so we purchased it we renovated it and then we lived in it for about five and a half years and so um after that uh it was time for us to to, to move out like we were it was kind of getting too small for us um so I we decided to sell it 
so I was like, hmm, I could probably sell it. I'm I'm sure I can <laughs> get true. my license and sell it, you know. <laughs> so um, that's what I did. I, I went and got my license, and then that was the first home that I actually sold with my own home. You know, that story is so familiar. In fact, my husband and I wrote a book, and in part of the book, we talk about all the different reasons why people get into real estate. And the funny thing is, is most of those reasons aren't founded like actually in real estate, like they think it's real estate, but isn't it so Mm -hmm. different than when you imagined it at the beginning? Oh my gosh. Definitely. Oh my, well, yeah, it's like, think of how many real estate agents we've met with that are like, well, I love showing homes. Uh, yes. And yeah. I love HGTV. And I'm like, oh my. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, yeah, because <laughs> Kristen and I love to bring a real estate agents into the business and then um, help them to become productive. So we've literally talked to thousands of agents and their stories mm-hmm. are like, we're like, mm-hmm, wait till you see. I know. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So, so tell us like with the with the peaks and valleys. I love how you put it because like I was saying to you earlier, like everyone puts it like it is a roller coaster ride and that's stressful. And so tell us about like the peaks and valleys that you've gone through. Um, yeah, can't wait to hear. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, real estate is uh, every day is different, right? So, you know, you have your, you got the and you have you meet, you meet with clients and you may have to go to the office and you know do showings and stuff but I feel like you know I love that every day is different and I think that's definitely a peak for me because you know you get this variety in something that is that you're so familiar with you know you you deal with different facets of the same type of thing right so you know you know you're dealing with houses you know you're dealing with people so that's kind of like the familiarity of it but you know you're dealing with different houses and different people so it kind of gives you that uh, variety within the same thing and and I love that and another thing that I love about it is like over the summer since you know I'm a mom my sons have been with me from time to time you know if dad's working or if you know grandma's doing something and they may have to go with me on a showing like I took my son on the showing yesterday to show my um, client a condo and he's with me so he's getting to see you know firsthand what real estate is you know and and I love that exposure for both of them like they they come with me when they have to and they get that exposure and they see like oh you know this house you know, needs to be renovated or needs a roof. So they have that early exposure, and I love that. And that's definitely one of the peaks for me as well. So share with us about some of the valleys, because um, I know that I know that this show is famous for um, women out there listening, going, "Oh my gosh, that, she gets me!" You know, mm-hmm. just f- from stories. So tell about some of your valleys. For sure. Um, I would say it's kind of kind of go hand in hand with you know the peak. Like um, my boys, like. Sometimes I'm up at night, you know, you know, sending out a contract, writing a contract at like 10 o'clock at night. And my son, my baby son asked him, he's like, mom, lay down. I want to lay down. Let's watch the movie. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, going to have to get this contract out. It's just like things like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, or I might have a showing at like six o'clock and that's dinner time. And so I might have to, you know, leave and do a showing and come back and they've eaten dinner. So it's just like. Things like that, but the flexibility with your schedule, you know, you you kind of have it, but you kind of don't. Like, you know, if, if a client gets off work at 5 o'clock and they want to see a house, I mean, they're pre-approved and they're ready to go and they want to see a house, you know, in this market, we can't really wait. I can't really say, oh, I can, I can show it to you tomorrow. Like, you know, we have to go and see it. So that's kind of, those are kind of the valleys, like, you know, with scheduling and things like that. But 
you know, it all evens out. It, it really does. It all evens out at the end of the day. I don't know if any of the list- listeners are surprised at this point because most of the time when people um, talk about peaks and valleys, it's almost always financial. Mm-hmm. Almost mm-hmm. always. Oh, You're the yeah. first person that has actually referred um, peaks and valleys or anything similar to the the pros and cons, like the things that are hard and the things that are wonderful mm-hmm. because uh, uh, real estate has this bad rap for you never know where your income's coming from. Mm -hmm. But the only real estate agents that don't know where their income's coming from are the agents who don't know how to conduct their business according to the numbers. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I know. Like a financial aspect of it is like, you know, sometimes you may not know, you know, you may not have anybody in the pipeline, but if you, you know, if you've been doing your business correctly and you have it structured correctly, then you should have some people in the the pipeline and, and some good strong leads. So yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Because when I think of the valleys, I'm thinking of everyone, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, when's my next paycheck coming? I had three closings last mm-hmm. month and now nothing, you know? <laughs> right, right. right. I know, Hopefully right? they didn't go yeah. spend all of it. <laughs> no, mostly I they know, do. Right? <laughs> mostly yeah, they you do. have to definitely budget. You have to definitely budget in this, in this industry as well. And then I also, you know, have other things going on as far as like, you know, rental properties and things like that. So I've been trying to, you know, get my feet on solid ground so I can lay a, a great foundation. So what, you know, if I do have a month where I don't have a closing that I'm not really, you know, that stressed, you know. That's so. great. And I think that so many, we talked about this with um, another girl, Moms in Real Estate, that so many people um, are helping other people with getting investment properties, but yet they they don't get them for themselves in our industry. And so it's good. Did you get um, your investment property once you were already licensed, or was it something you had before? Um, actually, I was licensed, so I actually purchased it um, for myself. You know, by my you know, I was my own realtor. So yeah, after I got my license. I don't know how real estate agents don't get their own investments as quickly as possible or find a strategy to get some because we're constantly looking at houses Mm -hmm. and you go, oh my God, this house is awesome, you know? Exactly. And then they they call their investors. (laughs) (laughs) We we have a great story that uh, Chuck and I were showing a property one day and it was such a great deal in such a prime location. We actually said to our clients, this is an incredible deal. If you don't buy it, we will. And they were like, ha ha. Mm-hmm. And they didn't buy it. And we did. They thought it was like a, a sales strategy. We're like, no, we are just being transparent. <laughs> but it, it is <laughs> so, I think it's so important for, for us to have stuff like that. Because if you are like, oh, I don't have a closing, like for you to be like, okay, cool. I've, I've got another stream of income coming in. Oh know? yeah. Kristen and I are all about other streams of income. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So since we're on the topic of peaks and valleys, I know that um, for me, when I think of like my kids or things that I have to give up, I change my mindset and I say, okay, I'm choosing this great thing, which means sometimes I have to say no to really good things. And that mindset helps me not to have what lots of us have. I don't, but lots of people (laughs) have the mom guilt or, you know, that kind of a thing. So what do you do to help yourself deal with those valleys in your business? What is some advice you can give the ladies? Well, um, what I always say is um, you have to have your why. You have to have your big why. Like, why am I doing this in the first place? Like, what am I doing this for? 
And for me, my big why is for my family. So whenever I'm feeling down or I have that mom guilt going on or, you know, I'm feeling like, you know, just kind of anxious about what's going on. I'm like, well, this is for the my future of my children. This is for my kids. So I'm doing this for them, even though they may have to suffer in this moment for a second, you know. Um, overall, the big picture is I'm doing this for them to create something a legacy for them and um, just a financial like freedom for them, you know, as they get older, I'm buying these properties and, you know, creating this business for being a real estate agent. This is something that they can, if they do, they can, they can carry this on. This could be something that they, it's already set up for them. If the wheels are already spinning, all they have to do is jump in and drive. Mm, so I that's agree. why. Yep. That's yeah. good. How old are your kids, Austin? My son just turned eight and my baby son is three. Okay. So this is what comforts me <laughs> when my kids were smaller, even when they're like in their middle years, I think back to myself, I'm like, okay, what's the youngest age I can clearly remember about myself? <laughs> so for me, I'm like, I bear, I'm 50. I barely remember high school. So I go, and that's too old, but I also bring bring people comfort to say, do you really remember anything from when you were five, six, seven, eight? I mean, really, do you? And they're like, no, I'm like, no. I said, then you're, you love your kids. You spend time with them. They're not going to remember that you did that showing on like the night they were supposed to have pizza. That's that's so true. Well, I tell myself, I tell myself all the time, like I loved my time with my babysitters. Like when I was little, I remember that we had a whole family that babysat us like one girl after, like they would all take turns and it was such a big part of me growing up that like my parents could go out whenever that never bothered me. And so I have to remind myself or when my kids go spend the night, like at their grandma's or whatever, I'm like, Oh, I loved those times too. So for me to like rob them of those memories because I'm selfish because I have mom guilt. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. So no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. My sons, they love to go to their grandmother's house. So whenever, you know, whenever she can, and if I have to do something or dad did, you know, then I'll say, you have to go to Yaya's house. And they're like, yay. So that, that makes it easier. That makes it easier. You call your mom Yaya? Yeah, my boys call my mom Yaya. Okay, so somebody else does that. Just I, like, I know. I don't know why. I feel like I've heard that before. Well, now that I'm a grandma, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm boring. I go by grandma. I pay attention. I pay attention. So I have kids from 10 all the way up to 30. I have six of them. And so I have like mm-hmm. the benefit of asking like my 30 year old, hey, hey girl, when you were young, is can you have like, do you have any like succinct memories of feeling like neglected by us or like, why weren't we around? She's all, no. <laughs> I'm like, right on, because we weren't. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, so uh, any last bit of advice in any realm for the people who are listening to you right now? Um, My advice would be go for it. You know, anything that you want in life, go for it like you don't want to have any regrets at the end of the day even if it fa- even if you fail even if you know whatever failure is to you even if you fail you can still just still try my dad always says you know shoot for the moon and even if you fail you'll land amongst the stars so that's what i live by i say go for it whatever you want go for it 
I like that piece of advice. That's that's one thing that uh, we talk about all the time in terms of mindset. Some of my greatest mm-hmm. memories have to do with my greatest failures, mm-hmm. and so I yeah. I uh, I applaud that. <laughs> I applaud that sentiment because people who are afraid of failure will never get to spectacular. Exactly. So true. Exactly. Yeah. You don't lose, you learn. So awesome. that's what I say. Well, thank you so much for being on today. We've so enjoyed you. And for anybody listening, we do want to talk to you guys about our event coming up November 4th and 5th, Flourish in Chandler, Arizona. So Angela, tell them a little bit about it. This is such an exciting event for us. It's it's our opportunity to bring in women from all over the United States and spend some time together listening to unbelievable women speakers, both within real estate and in business in general. So we spend two days um, listening to great speakers. This year will be even better, uh, or this time. We're going to add things like um, social excursions, hatchet throwing, and goat yoga, and and other fun activities so that we can spend more time together. And um, what I'm really excited about this time on the 4th, we have a comedy show to wrap up our night on the first night, mm-hmm. which I can't wait for. So ladies, we want you guys to get your tickets early so that you aren't regretful that you missed out. So go to our um, bio in uh, Moms in Real Estate Instagram, and there's a milkshake link right there, and you can find all the information about how to come to Flourish this year. Yes, awesome. So if you guys want to look up Austin, her name is extremely unique. You got to look her up on Instagram. She's got a beautiful profile. She actually spells her name A-W-S-T-Y-N, and her last name is Cochran, C-O-C-H-R-A-N. So go look her up and follow her. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you.